there is a darkness upon the land. A savior is needed. Who are you? The man who killed Dracula. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with another episode of Real Talk with Rob and Shane. As always, brought to you by GimmicksInc.com. I'm Shane. I'm Robbie. And you can find us at GimmicksInc.com. You can also find us at your favorite social media platform under the tag word Gimmicks Inc. You can also follow the fan page for this show and like it at Facebook. Just look for Real Talk with Rob and Shane. So, um, today we're going to kind of do a little hodgepodge of stuff. Our last episode was very wrestling-centric, so <laughs> if you're not a big fan of what goes on in the squared circle, if you didn't listen to that one episode we did where we talked about wrestling for like half an hour <laughs> and say, you know what, I wish they'd do that, but for a whole hour. We if, did. <laughs> if you were not the person who said that, I'll apologize for last week's episode. But... I'm not. I'm not sorry for anything. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I guess you know what? Hell no. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> DTA, Shane. <laughs> we had a good time, and I'm not apologizing for that. And you can't <laughs> teach that. So, um, but we're not going to be talking about wrestling stuff this week. Uh, we will be talking about some movie news. We're going to get into Castlevania from netflix and we're going to talk about this last or the most recent season of game of thrones on hbo so um i'm going to start with a little bit of the movie news okay um especially um uh, we were just talking before we went on the air about steelbooks uh-huh. um i made an executive decision because today is the day that wonder woman came out mm-hmm. i will own wonder woman um there's no way i'm not going to own wonder woman. right I made the executive decision not to pick up the $35 steel book. <laughs> um, it was a hard decision. I don't know, Shane. This is awful suspect. <laughs> Since you're the only person in the world that didn't like this movie, apparently. <laughs> but, <laughs> this but, is when you decide to jump off. I don't know, man. We'll call but, it shenanigans. <laughs> shoot. But, um, yeah, I think it was just like, if it had been a regular DVD or Blu-ray mm. at $20, I'd have ran out and bought it. Right. But pushing the UHD stuff and yeah. it not having, because I like getting the DVD Blu-ray combos mm-hmm. because I let my, fa- that's how my family gets to watch movies is I chuck them the DVD yeah. and I basically just chuck them because I'm like, I got no love for this coaster that came with my <laughs> uh, movie. Right. So, you it's know, gotta, not, it's gotta be HD at least. I mean, that's my thing. And why? I'm not. You know, I'm going to four. My next TV will be a 4K, especially uh-huh. now because you can get one for like 35 cents at Walmart. But still, I mean, standard HD looks amazing yeah. on a 4K TV. Absolutely, so. and I'm not going into this like I'm not rebuying anything. Mm. Like I'm actually going to go ahead and make a hard stand. Like I, even Ghostbusters, I'm not rebuying shit. Eh. No, I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm not rebuying a thing. You do rich people rob. Like you I, do rich well, people see, rob. I'm getting Ghostbusters, and the reason I'm getting Ghostbusters is apparently it's the measuring stick of I 4K transfers. That. 
So I'll just come watch it at your house. I, that, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we will have you will have access to it. How right. about that? <laughs> I've just like I can't do it. I rebought a lot of my DVD collection on the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and I don't have Dude, we've, we've I don't have the DVD. VHS to DVD. See, my thing, I didn't have to do a lot of that. Uh-huh. Honestly, I never had a big VHS collection. Uh, yeah, well, see, yeah, I'm very similar because, you know, shoot, we worked at the same, my first job mm-hmm. was we worked together. Yeah. So that's when I started buying movies. Half the movies I had on VHS, like, I just got a couple because Video Bank went out of business and I bought a couple. <laughs> of I actually bought a copy of Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 from Video Bank. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just one of those things to where I... I don't know. I just, I can't do it with Blu-ray. Like, going for Blu-ray and 4K. Uh, not rebuying a bunch of crap. Uh, if it gets to the point where you can't not buy DVD mm. or uh, Blu-ray. Without the then, 4K version. Yeah, then, you know, I'll go ahead and pick it up. But, but still, this one, that extra 35 bucks just mm. right now in my life, it made me reevaluate it is things. very off-putting just to see that price tag when you know for a fact that you know you're not going to use and it. warner's is the only one really pushing that crap uh disney and disney's and Fox getting and... there but didn't disney like with um guardians didn't they put out one for both yeah that's true i forgot about that i don't and, know if they're doing know, that with spider-man even fox not. did that did they um no actually um that's not it is going to happen the same way it did with wonder woman for spider-man because sony is over it they're mm. over the distribution of the oh. blu-ray so, so it's just going to be the 4K. Marvel, Marvel and Disney still getting their money from it. But the cool thing is they're not forcing the 3D version of us. And the on. idea we may actually eventually be able to buy, if you don't get Spider-Man immediately, you might be able to get it at a decent price down the road. Yeah. And not have it held to Disney's we never come lower than $25. See, Spider-Man's combo pack is the 4K Blu-ray, the Blu-ray, the DVD, and the digital copy. Shoot! So, they're not forcing the 3D on you, right. so they're still giving you the standard um, you know, DVD. Mm-hmm. So, you could do with that one, you know, what you normally do. But, yeah, it's still the same price, though. Yeah, so I, um, I just decided, I was like, you know what, and it hurt because I have Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and I did this crap last year with Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. But I was just like, you know what? I can't do it with Wonder Woman. Mm. Like, I'm going to hope, hold out hope that eventually it comes down in price or Warner Brothers reissues it down the line or something like that. Mm. Like, I'm just going to hold out hope for that. But honestly, right now, I think it got pushed to the um, Black Friday pile. Yeah. But that's not the news I was here to talk about. Steelbooks <laughs> did lead me into it. Um, I saw that there was a very special movie they got a really awesome looking steelbook announced. Really? Mm-hmm. Valeria and the City of a Thousand Planets. I hate you so much. <laughs> you know what? You're the second person in two days to tell me this. <laughs> yeah. Tim sent me a message the other day. He's like, hey, your favorite movie's getting steelbook. Steelbook like, looks fucking awesome. I'm, I'm actually probably Oh, buy so it. it looks pretty. <laughs> it looks pretty. So I'm going to buy it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Hell no. You are not going to buy that and not buy Wonder Woman. Because if that happens, and you did hate Wonder Woman, and you love Valerian. You love you Valerian. That's exactly the way I said it to you in that episode. Why don't you tell us how much you love the movie, Shane? God. You know what? Last episode. for like four or five hours, man. Last episode, we didn't reference it. We finally got through a podcast without we referencing did. it. But I will watch Batman and Robin. 
<laughs> on repeat before I ever watch Valerian. On VHS. Yeah, I will. <laughs> and I don't even have the v- VCR. I'll figure out how to do it. Just hold the tape up to the light. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Stupid fucking still book. <laughs> uh, the other piece of news I had. News. <laughs> the other piece of news I had. Uh, I read an interview today on Forbes with uh, the CEO of MoviePass. Uh-huh. And they were like, listen, people don't think this is sustainable. People are waiting on this to, like, not work somehow. Um, AMC is telling people not to buy into it because it's not sustainable. He's like, what's going to happen? And the CEO said, he goes, we've done a lot of research into this. And he said, we found out it really doesn't matter what we charge uh-huh. for the tickets. You know, it started off, they were 40 or $50 a month. Now it's $10 a month. He's like, people end up seeing other than the initial value, like the initial freak out of like, I can go see as many movies as I want for this price. He's like, people end up buying just enough movies to cover the cost of the thing. Mm-hmm. So like, we found out when people were paying $40 for the tickets, they saw about three to four movies a month mm-hmm. when they were paying ten dollars for it we expect them to end up paying or seeing one movie a month uh-huh. he's like and the whole idea is essentially what we kind of want to get in that mindset is it's bad movie insurance he's like if you see a bad movie and you paid money for it the idea is like oh well, i just wasted my money they're like well if you see a bad movie with this like say we go out and you see Valerian. <laughs> it's almost like you get a free movie. Yeah. To make up for it's almost like you could get four free movies. Maybe that's why it's called a movie pass. <laughs> gives that movie a pass. <laughs> Nobody gives that movie a pass. <laughs> but he said, like, from what they've seen in the data, it's like, yeah, right now people are gonna kind of flock to it. Because uh-huh. they went from like twenty thousand subscribers to like I think they said they're close to like four hundred thousand right now or something like that. And he said they expect the it to fluctuate out to where the people paying ten dollars, they go see about a movie a month. And you're gonna get the people at that point that just forget about it. You know, they have it for three months and don't go see a movie. So, you know, he's like, That's how like they're not they're not worried about the model hmm. being unsustainable. I was like, well, that's interesting. Like, I'm still going to give it a little bit more time, uh-huh. but it may be what I go ahead and pick up. Like, we may go ahead here in the next couple months and plop down our $10 a month because you got to think, if we do it in November, uh-huh. we pay $10 a month, but we already know we're still seeing Thor and Justice League. Yeah, so, you know. May as well. And if we wanted to see them again. I know like, that... Um... If we're going to do it, we need to sign up for it because Tim is still waiting for his Wait, card. Yeah, I've heard that like the people who push their cards in in that first order, uh, there's people that still haven't gotten them. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. But we'll see. Maybe once I get that first paycheck with this new job, mm-hmm. I may go ahead and dump that down in there and see what we got. I, mean, I think it'd be worth a try for... No, I mean, it's not a terrible idea. So, mm-hmm. Like you said, we've got, we've got a lot coming out that we want to see so and if it's another you gotta think like i think i checked the other day i'm at about 31 32 movies mm-hmm. for the year 
multiply that by 10, you know? Yeah. We're already close to like, I mean, granted I've been buying a lot, I bought a lot of mine and like we bought them at $6 or yeah. I have a lot of my gimmick card stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you think about it, like it's you know, close to $400 in movie tickets mm-hmm. versus could have paid 120 right? and maybe even seen more just because we've got it. Yeah. So I think it's, I, I do think it's worth checking out. Yeah, definitely. And I think they should advertise on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you got for me? Well, uh, do you see where War for the Planet of the Apes opened up in China? I did not. Yeah, apparently it debuted over there. It got $62.3 million with its debut. Holy crap. Yeah, it made it the highest opening movie in China. Wow. And not only that, it apparently pushed the, like... You know, international box office for that movie now is setting $287.9 million. Dang, that ain't bad. So, yeah, that, I thought that was pretty interesting to bring up since we loved that movie and it oh, shocked absolutely. us. And I felt like it was one of the funnest episodes we'd recorded <laughs> for <Yeah>. a while. <laughs> no, I like that movie. So, I, you know what? If that keeps pushing that movie up and Matt Reeves gets to make another one, yeah. especially if they follow what we said to do and. You know, make Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't think he's going to get to make Batman anytime soon. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're totally right there. Just, uh, I mean, he wasn't there rumors of, uh, oh, we're we're done with it. It's just going to be a a trilogy, dude. You're making that much money. They're coming back. See, I hadn't heard that. No, they're that that franchise is going to like. To me, I seriously think, like I said in that podcast, if their end game is not remaking Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. then they failed miserably. Mm-hmm. Like that's got to be. It doesn't have to be the next step. Maybe there's still a movie in between. Uh-huh. But I think you've got at least within the next movie or two movies, got to do Planet of the Apes. I'd like to see them do that, and then just keep going, like keep doing spinoffs of the planet, remake all those apes movies. <laughs> you know what? Just just do it all. <laughs> Just keep making all the money. Oh, absolutely. They'll have all mine. <laughs> but uh, speaking of remakes, though, remember in the last and when we did our It episode, mm-hmm. I was like, are we seeing, you know, like the horror movie getting revived? Right. Like, the genre. I was like, what What if we end up seeing, you know, characters that we grew up with? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, I was on to something. Didn't realize it at the time, but um, they were working on a Friday the 13th reboot. Again? Well, here's the thing. It's supposed to come out for in 2020 because Paramount, you know, they're supposed to make one back in February. Yeah, there was supposed to be one come out this year. They lost the rights to it. It reverted back to the original company. Really? And guess what company that is? Who had it? Warner Brothers and New Line that just did it. Oh. So... They said that their plan is to, uh, basically, they're going to jump on this, like, as soon as they get the movie rights back. I think they said they, um, well, they've got them back. They just can't do anything with them until next year. they probably got, um, like, distribution issues and stuff yeah. like that. But they are apparently uh, starting to film the, they're going to film the, re- they're going to straight up, as soon as they can hit the ground running, they're going to do it. Because they wanted to come out Friday the 13th in November on in 2020. Because it's the 40th anniversary of the original of the original movie, that would be cool. Yeah, so it's like you know, Warner Brothers New Line, 
they may become our universal monsters. I mean, they, that's essentially, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, not only... Because I mean, New Line is the house that Freddy built. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have Freddy. They can do another Freddy versus Jason if they want. Or... Yeah, I'd be all right if they did. <laughs> but... I mean, are they going to make the Jason Avengers? Like... <laughs> and maybe better than the Mummy Avengers. <laughs> You're not wrong. But, uh, yeah, I was like, I didn't realize, like, apparently... um. Paramount sold their rights to it. They sold it for Interstellar. Really? Yeah, like, I guess, or when WB sold it. Uh-huh. They sold it to Paramount so they could get a take of Interstellar's money for some reason. I don't exactly know why. Weird. I don't know. Maybe, the you know, one of them was tied up with that or something. Well, I could see a such. lot of stuff being, like, them not doing anything. Because like, after, because they redid, uh, Platinum Dunes did the last Friday the 13th movie. It came out in 2009. Yeah. Uh, you know, Michael Bay's company, which they were the ones who also made the, remade the Freddy, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street with Rorschach. Yeah. And, um, they made the last couple Ninja Turtles movies. It was so funny when that came out because that year they filmed it during Supernatural's off season. Mm-hmm. So Sam, the guy who plays Sam was in Friday the 13th. The girl who played Ruby was in... Nightmare on Elm Street, oh, yeah. and the guy who played Dean was in My Bloody Valentine. All three of them were horror remakes that year. That's funny. But, like, I liked that one. And I kept waiting on Platinum Dunes to make another one. Uh-huh. And they just never did. So, I'm anxious to see what they're doing. Now, the weird thing is, if you're talking remake and stuff like that, are you going back to Pamela Voorhees as the villain? Or are you going actually with Jason as the villain? Like... Reboot of that franchise is some sticky yeah. terminology. I kind of think since he's the, you know, iconic character, right. I think you can do the backstory as a flashback right. or like the first 20 minutes of a movie. Cause that, that I, was, I'd like yeah. To I saw somebody, uh, I didn't look at too far in the news, but apparently they're redoing uh, Halloween. Like there's somebody making a new Halloween movie. That's not Rob Zombie. Does New Line own that? I don't think so. Because I know it was Dimension Films for a long time, but I can't remember who owns yeah. Dimension Films. That was part of Miramax. But, yeah, Miramax has been sold. Yeah. So, and I don't remember who made the Rob Zombie flicks. I can't remember right off without looking it up. But, yeah, well, whoever, I don't know if we'd have to look into that, but, yeah, I'm interested in all that stuff. Like, I think that there's a better, I think that horror works better for today's audience. Yeah. Than the universal stuff. Yeah, it's like I know I said in our Ed episode I'm not a big hack and slash guy. Right. You know, when it comes to horror movies and stuff like that. But you know, those are the characters we kinda grew up with. And yeah. they were kinda fun to watch, so I mean that may be like that stuff will keep me around because you gotta think the people who grew up with the universal stuff are like ninety years old now. <laughs> so maybe that's why it's not working. Maybe horror is one of those things that's nostalgia based. Yeah. I mean, everything in cinema right now is nostalgia-based. So. Pretty much, I mean. It's like I have a saying. It's like you live long enough, they'll sell your childhood back to you. Mm. So. I guess the other news I saw, did you see where Leonardo, or, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio is interested in playing Stanley in the biopic? <laughs> what? Yeah. I guess, you know, somebody's wanting to do Stanley's biopic Why movie. Why does anybody want to do that? <laughs> like, not even. This isn't an I Shane Krabs on Stanley Yes, it is. No, it's not. Oh, hey, Stanley, I'm going to go buy Wonder Woman. I'm going to go buy Valerian. <laughs> What's that have to do with Stanley? I don't know. <laughs> but. Just throwing it out there again. 
I mean, maybe it's one of those things where he has this exciting ass life that I am unaware of. But it's like I don't really care about <laughs> watching a movie about his life. Like, I mean, the man hasn't shut up for forty five years. Like, what else am I going to learn about him? I mean, I know his story. Like, literally, it's I don't. I mean, part of the movie is going to be like I don't want to make these crappy comic books. I'm going to get out of the business. And then Margot Robbie, who's going to play his wife because it's Leonardo DiCaprio, probably mm-hmm. is going to show up like, why don't you, why don't you make the fantastic four? And he's like, Excelsior. And you know, that's <laughs> all you need to see in the movie. Maybe that's the origin of Excelsior is Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have the character say Excelsior. <laughs> and then do a line of Coke. <laughs> You know what? If they make this and just make it the Wolf of Wall Street, but <laughs> about Stanley creating comic book characters, you know what? I'm back in. I'm, you know? <laughs> get, get the dude who played the uh, the producer from Glow. Get him to play okay. Stanley. <laughs> dude, if you'd have told me Mark Maron was going to play Stanley, I'd actually be way over. I'd be way more into this. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, that's. I thought that was kind of yeah. I'm that gonna, is interesting. Yeah, it's. I hope it never happens. <laughs> but that is interesting. I'm. We haven't talked about this on the show. Um, Shane hates Stanley. I do not. A hundred percent hate Stanley. Oh, okay. Um, I. I'm just. I'm over Stanley. Like Stanley to me is not what everybody else sees as Stanley. Like. You know, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, he didn't even write the versions of these characters that I like. <laughs> so I'm not as attached to him. Yes, without him, the Marvel Universe would not exist. Mm-hmm. I understand this. Um, he's, as far as the stuff that I'm into, like he's the single creative force behind this. Basically, like him and Vince McMahon are like the two creative forces of 90% of what I like. uh uh-huh. I get that. That being said. <laughs> um, and it's not even him. Like, I, honestly, it's a lot of comic book journalism that kind of made me just... It's not that I don't... I'm just tired of it. Mm. And it was because, for some reason, everybody that runs crappycomicbookmovie.com or, you know, comicbookclickbait.com uh-huh. or, you know, whatever... <laughs> Something would happen. They're like, well, what's Stan Lee's opinion on this? I'm like, it's kind of like that Dave Chappelle skit where he's like, what does Jaw Rule think about this? Like, Who gives a shit? Like, oh, the new Batman movie came out and it's made tons of money. What's Stan Lee think about this? And I'm like, probably I wish I'd have created that character. <laughs> like, maybe he's like, man, good job, Bill Finger. You know, like... <laughs> Something like that. Like, yeah, fucking, you know, Bob Kane was a cunt. Like, (laughs) whatever you want. I don't, unless, you know, I'd be more excited about it if that's what he had to say. But, you know, he's like, oh, Batman's a great character and Excelsior, but he couldn't have beat Spider-Man, Spider-Friend. Like, (laughs) and that's just what we got for so long. It was like any little thing comic book related. Didn't matter if it had anything to do with him. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, stupidcomicwebsite.net was yeah all over him. And I just got to the point where I was like, I don't care. And now it's like 35 movies in, mm. 
gonna about I'm about to commit blasphemy here. <laughs> oh God. I'm tired of the cameos. <laughs> well, I hate them. <laughs> at this point. Like so... they're not funny or witty to me anymore. The only one I'll give a pass in the last three years is Guardians. By putting him with the Watchers. Oh, okay. I'm tired of them. See, I thought it was perfect when he was Hugh Hefner and Iron Man. That legitimately See, popped I me. Was, I thought that was so funny. I literally, like, I don't, I didn't think he was actually playing Hugh Hefner. I thought Tony was just stupid. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he does that same thing with Larry King. And I'm like, I don't think he's playing these characters. Like, maybe I'm wrong and I'm an idiot. <laughs> You know, I'm certain that you know gimmicksync.com can ask Stan Lee what he thinks about my reaction to this podcast. <laughs> well, I think that spider friend needs to you know blow it out his ass or something. Like, <laughs> so so what you're saying is you're Anakin and Stan Lee is sand. <laughs> I mean, Stan Lee's rough and he's coarse and he just gets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things like I've had people talk about like, oh, we need to go to a Comic-Con and meet Stan Lee because Stan Lee's 95 years old. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't I, need I, to meet Stan Lee. It's like, hey, Stan. I'd like to meet him, but it's not going to happen because he's he's not touring right. our side. Because but, um, yeah. I, I regret not going to the one in Charlotte and meeting Adam West when I could have. Yeah. So, um, I know it's gonna. I'm gonna deal with the same thing, right. you know, with Stan Lee. Like I don't know. I've, you met Ric Flair four times, three. But the fourth time will be magical because I'm gonna throw it up. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up the four horsemen. <laughs> but um, no, nah, I just kind of been. I was. I've been reading uh, Guardian Devil. I finished. Oh, I finished you? the other two that you guys told me to to read, and I've been in the middle of Guardian Devil, or I've, well, I started Guardian Devil. I should say. I think I'm on second, third one. So I kinda, you understand why I hate Karen Page yet? Uh, well, see, here's the funny thing. My Marvel app messed up, and I was only seeing like three pages at a time for yeah. some reason. I had to log out and log back in and fix it because I didn't know what was going on. So I saw one of the pages you were talking about, and I was like, what the hell? Like, I haven't totally got there yet, but yeah, I was like, huh. It's just, not to spoil you, but Karen Page could do with getting a second opinion. <laughs> at one point in this story uh, oh wow so yeah, I hate Karen Page but yeah it's like I don't know between uh, reading the uh, Daredevil I've been reading and watching the TV shows I don't know I've just fell down the rabbit hole started looking into stuff okay apparently there has been a Blade connection to Daredevil and I didn't know this hmm like, do you remember in season, I think it was either, I honestly I can't remember which season it was, but it was the one where he finds the um, prisoners, like, locked up downstairs, and yes. they're basically being, like, their blood is being filtered out. Yes. There's a theory going on that familiars, that the blood banks. familiars could be working in the hand. That'd be interesting. And they're thinking that maybe a backdoor to get Blade, a TV show on Netflix. That'd be interesting. And... Said so it may focus on Blade's daughter, which I didn't know Blade That's had a daughter. Yeah, apparently her name is uh, that, Fallon Gray. That reeks of. I mean, I'm certain it existed probably for the last thirty years, but to me, that reeks of what Marvels. It. I think it's from the Ultimates. Oh, that's even terrible. 
but I'm more terrible. <laughs> yeah, I would just rather have Blade. Just give me Blade. Yeah. To me, that's how Marvel's been doing this thing for the last few years, where they're like, oh, you like characters? Well, they're not actually those characters anymore. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, you really like Thor? Well, you'll love Lady Thor. <laughs> and you really like Captain America? Well, you'll like Black Captain America. You like Iron Man? Well, you'll like Black Lady Iron Man. It's like just All those are things. Any combination that you can get, they're doing. Yeah. I don't know if you follow marvel but yeah, all three I've, of those are actually things i heard ralph garman go off about it on one of the episodes so um uh, at first reaction that just sounds like you liked blade mm-hmm. here's lady blade so they're not saying that that's going to happen what is weird but, announcer yeah for most of this episode <laughs> this is weird i wonder what stan lee thinks about <laughs> my announcer voice he thinks it sucks <laughs> And I like, I don't know, just, I've always been that DC guy, but just reading more Marvel here lately, I'm kind of like, not ready to fully turn or anything (laughs) like that, but I am embracing a side of the world that I never, you know, really went down before. like you're about to turn NWO on. No, do you know what it is? MWO. Seriously, you know what it is? DC doesn't have an app. That's the biggest, yes. You're absolutely right. I have no idea why they don't. Like, give me an app where I can read unlimited comics for. I will pay. I pay ten dollars. That Marvel, Marvel app is amazing. I would do the exact and same hell, thing for DC. Hell, it's even cheaper if you pay it for the full year. I think if you pay it for the yeah. year, it's only like seventy two well, bucks. It's like I got a deal at Christmas. It's sixty bucks for a year. So half price. Yeah. So that's, I'm still riding. I'm still riding on that one right now. But um, yeah, like I've just been reading like just random stuff that you know. Then yeah. then really. Going back to revisit some of the stuff I knew as a kid, but was never able to read everything. Oh, I read a ton of like New Mutants and stuff like that because of that app. Mm. So yeah, the fact that DC is not doing this is... like I'm just reading old school X Men also. Yeah, I'm just having a you know having a blast with that because I don't see these characters as so much. Claremont, as... uh, Burn stuff. Yeah, or... like, I'm just having a, I'm just having a blast with it because you know you don't see them in the MCU and you'd yeah. like to. It's like that constant. Why the hell can't they do this mm-hmm. thing? But um, yeah, it's Stan just like, Lee. Think about the fact that they well, <laughs> he probably I, I'm loves, not going to do that joke anymore. He probably he probably likes the app, Shane. <laughs> but um, DC should get an app, Spider Friend. Well, he's not wrong. No, he's not. <laughs> I'll be Thanks, his Spider Stan. Friend if he gets us a DC app. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I don't know. I've just been having fun with that, and just you know, wanting more from Netflix. That's all it keeps coming back to, man. Like. Did I ever tell you my idea for a Ghost Rider show? No. Nah, I would imagine probably some dude with his head on fire riding a motorcycle. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't no. our thing. Um, I do remember us talking a little bit about it. You're uh, the middle guy was going to be your Netflix guy, wasn't it? Well, like see. John, you wanted Johnny for the movies. I thought, the, I thought what they should do is have Johnny in the movies. You know, Robbie's on S.H.I.E.L.D. Do the Netflix. Danny uh, Catch. Danny Catch. I've actually changed my opinion of that. I was talking to Jamie about it, and he, he he's like just thought it was the greatest idea ever. But um, basically, you know, you have Robbie. He's established in the MCU because mm-hmm. he's on Shield. You can keep coming back to him whenever you want to, right? You know, do whatever. So you still got um, the other two to play with, but you can also bring in Caretaker if you really want to. And the way I would do That's it, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Okay. The way I would do it is. Um, Bring in Sam Elliott. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we keep going back to our certain guys from the, the first attempt of the MCU. But, um, no, like, I would take 
like every Ghost Rider story would be a story told by Caretaker, and it would be a framing device, almost like Tales from the Crypt. Oh, that'd be cool. So, like, you know, the stories could cross over, but they wouldn't have to. You could just have a self-contained story with Johnny, self-contained story with Danny. Oh, that'd be cool. And then just have, like, the beginning of the show, have it like Tales from the Crypt, but it's Caretaker. And then, you know, he tells you a little backstory, kind of how he did it in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the thing about legends is sometimes they're true. And then just go into a story. And then at the end of the episode, wrap it up with Caretaker again. Like, just straight up rip off like Tales that. from the Crypt. Dude, Listening to that and thinking about it, you really need to watch Spawn. Really? Yeah. It's not exactly that way, uh-huh. but the story is essentially narrated by Cagliostro, uh-huh. and it's set up very really similar. Yeah, I mean, I just had that thought. And you'll get your Keith David fix. Uh, I just had that thought one night, though, because I was like, you know, that's a good way to frame a story, yep. and they haven't done it you know, much since Tales from the Crypt. Right. Like that. Yeah, like an anthology type thing. Yeah, just having him like sitting in the house, whatever, like him being like one of the, the last of the riders or whatever you want to do, however you want to t- t- mm-hmm. tell his story. He wouldn't be the main, you know, right. I mean, maybe have him in a few episodes yeah. here and there. But I just think that would be fun. And like you said, just bringing Sam Elliott back. <laughs> that would be cool. I'd like it. And he's already hooked up with Netflix uh, with The Ranch. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. So that needs to happen. Yep. That's all I had for news and ideas. Cool. Cool. So um, go ahead and say, we're probably not going to spend a lot of time on a few of these. One, because Castlevania is a pretty quick show. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of weird that it's a show. Yeah. Like, I literally think it should have been a movie. Yeah, because, I mean, it is what? Two hours, twenty minutes, two hours, thirty minutes long. long. I think it's only like an hour. Like I don't think it's more than about eighty, ninety minutes. Oh, really? I mean, it's four episodes at like twenty-three, twenty-four yeah, minutes apiece. I wasn't expected to do math today. Leave me alone. So, <laughs> Castlevania is a real quick episode, and honestly, we had just got to talk about it a little bit. Like we're going to talk about Game of Thrones, but we're not going to go super, super in depth about it, mm-hmm. uh, just because we're a little bit removed from it, and you know. Whenever the final season of Game of Thrones airs, you'll probably get a whole summer of so much Game of Thrones that you can't stand it. So, <laughs> summer but, of Thrones, son. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Castlevania, so done by um, I think Avi Shankar, the guy who did Power Rangers, the guy who did the Power uh, Slash Rangers, yeah, the, um, the, the Dirty thing. Laundry. Yeah. Um, you know, he did this thing for a while to where he was like, I'm just gonna take these characters that i like that i don't own (laughs) yeah that i straight up don't own and make these cool videos about them and you know the first one that we kind of come across was the dirty laundry where it's a punisher story and it's a really awesome punisher story but of course it's not the punisher ever named because he doesn't own the punisher but Uh it's tom jane yeah and at the end like he's doing his laundry and at the end he's got a punisher shirt full of bullet holes and like that one was really good and then he did this power rangers one where you know it's like was it you know 10 years after the fact with the the power rangers it was a futuristic version of what happened to the first group right and then it had what james vanderbeek yeah and uh um katie sackhoff yeah like and that's why i said that i still think that's the reason that Power, Power Rangers, Rangers movie got made. got made because the beginning of it was very, very mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. 
So he got put together with Netflix and he's doing Castlevania. Mm. And this one is built around, from what I've gathered, I never grew up with Castlevania. Uh You know, I played my first Castlevania game this summer. And it, which is funny because that was the first one I played on PlayStation. Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Like I had it on PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they brought it out for 360, I bought it. Right. Know, now it's backwards compatible so we can play it. But uh, apparently this one's based on Castlevania 3. Yeah. So it's not Simon Belmont, who Simon Belmont, the only thing I knew for him from was the... Uh, Captain Ian and the Game Captain Masters. Captain Ian and the Game Masters, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he was not a cool character. He was like the douchey, yeah. like super confident, like almost like douche version of Johnny Bravo for that show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but you know, this one is, you get some backstory in the first episode of why Dracula hates people. Like, why does he hate this group of people in particular? Like this little <laughs> town that apparently one was the actual town that Vlad Tepish was from. Uh-huh. But two, like, that's where all the Castlevania games are right. set for the most part. And, like, just brutal show. Yeah, like, you don't get much backstory of him. Like, no, like, he starts as Dracula. off as Dracula. Yeah. You pretty much have his first episode, and it hits the ground running. Mm-hmm. You know, she shows up wanting to learn. what She's a doctor, right? Yeah, she's wanting to learn, because it was like, nobody's going to teach a woman medicine yeah. in the 1600s. Right. And she's like, well, this guy will. Mm. And he's like, bitch, I'm Dracula. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I'm not putting up with this shit. Like, <laughs> like she straight up no-sells the yeah. fact that he's Dracula. And it's like, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'll yeah. teach you some medicine and we'll get married. It's kind of like he, she earned his respect. That's, yeah. Like, just totally out the gate. And she's trying to like, show him humanity Mm. and he's gone for a while and the townspeople read by the led by these like religious zealots Uh are like no we're gonna like you're a witch i was like no i'm a doctor i was like witch you say yeah like she always tried to explain everything with science and things like that you know so they burn her at the stake for being a witch yeah and dracula's essentially like well, that was the only thing that tied me to humanity. Yeah, That's the only thing that made me, like, that let you people live. Now that's gone. Yeah. And so you've got a year. <laughs> she literally was, like, the only thing holding him back from mm-hmm. just wreaking havoc. So now he's like, fair game. Yeah. So I liked that. Like, I liked getting that first episode that's all Dracula. Uh-huh. And then going into the second and third and fourth episodes with Trevor Belmont. Well, you have the small tease there between Dracula and yeah, where he's talking Trevor, to talking to Alucard. Yeah, and I was like, you know, you kind of you know who it is. Yeah, and then if you're like me, you just have the subtitles on and it tells you who it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh really? Yeah, it's so nice. Just me. said like Alucard. Yeah, because he confronts him. You know, he's like, do you really want to? you know, bring down your wrath on humanity or whatever and smacks him for talking out of place. Right. Basically. <laughs> yeah. It switches over to, what we say? Trevor. Yeah. yeah. Trevor. Which is, was kind of, he was kind of funny. He was fun. Like he plays that like Han Solo scoundrel kind of character, mm-hmm. like drunk in the bar and he's 
the first time you see him, like he's gets into a fight mm-hmm. because he's a Belmont. Yeah. And like the townspeople don't like him. Was it they his whole family had been shunned by a church? Yeah. Like they'd been the Belmonts have been excommunicated. Yeah. Despite the fact that, you know, they're the only things fighting Dracula every hundred years. <laughs> yeah. It's like why would somebody not want you to do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like, you know, common town folk, he's like, nah, I'm not going to fight it. Oh, you fight it? Cool, man. Nah, but we hate you for doing that. Yeah. Oh, crap, now I've got to do it. Yeah. So, like, uh, just the interactions with him and some of the other characters, like, I don't know. He, he was that funny, smart-ass, anti-hero kind of character. He was, was just literally the guy who did not want to go to work. He was, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh man, I've got to deal with this shit again. Yeah. And he keeps trying to get other people not to deal with it. Like, because that one episode where he has to go down and look for, what is it? he goes down and look like uh, the other priest. When he's looking for the silent soldier. Yes. Yeah. And he finds the priest's daughter. Yeah. It was the Cyclops. Turns out that's the, what the was, Cyclops. Yeah. And apparently that's one of the bosses in the video mm-hmm. game. So I thought that was kind of neat. But just having to go down there and be like, I don't want to deal with this. Mm. And like, just knowing like, well, you have to go down there and do this. And then once he gets down there, he actually realizes he's in Dracula's castle. It's not the catacombs. He's like, ah, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Like he starts putting the pieces together and he realizes it's, you know, turning into a bigger ordeal than he originally thought. Like, it was kind of funny watching it because like, I'm sitting there watching it, you know, and like just the animation. Like, mm-hmm. it was so crisp. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, it reminds me of the DC animated movies. Yeah. Like, I'll always be a fan of that. Like, I, you know, I hate that Disney and Pixar and everybody does this 3D computer-generated yeah. bullcrap. I miss old school They animation. call it animation. I'm like, no, man. Animation is, you know, Bruce Timm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the DC stuff. The, even the Marvel stuff looked yeah. good. Like, um, what was that show that they did? Um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Oh, yeah. Love that show. Like, I just, I'll always be a fan of that style of animation. Like, mm-hmm. I just hate this new computer stuff. Like, it was cool with Toy Story. Like, I got it, you know, as a kid. I was like, oh, that looks neat. And then everything does it now. I'm like. Yeah. Like, even the crappy directed DVD animated movies can look like the old Pixar movies now. Wow. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I was like, I love 2D animation. So, seeing that, the fights were always really cool. Like. You know, some of the way that they use, like, the boss fights and the bull whip, and, mm. you know, like... And see, that reminded me, I've said before, I'm not a big anime guy, but that was, like, a blend between anime and mm-hmm. this animation that we know. Like, right. I keep talking about the DC movies. It seemed like a good blend of that. Mm-hmm. Like, just the style of it. It kind of reminded me, like, the way that, um, especially Alucard was drawn, reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of, like, the characters from Ninja Scroll. Yeah. Like, I just really like that. Like, just the sharp, angular features. Yeah. And yeah, Alucard, like, him showing up in the fourth episode was just really cool. Like, like I love that when they're fighting and Trevor uh, knees him in the cross. And he's like, have some class. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was funny because we started watching it mm-hmm. the day I had my wisdom teeth taken out. Yeah, this is your second go around with the show. <laughs> Technically my first because <laughs> I remember this one. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it was funny because as I was watching it, I was like, I vaguely remember pieces of this. Like, it was like, a, it was like, is this a dream I had at one time? 
Like, I actually remembered um, him fighting the Cyclops. Oh, gotcha. And saving uh, the speaker. I can't remember what her name was. I can't remember. She's one of the three. Apparently, you play as three characters in mm-hmm. Castlevania Three. You oh, play okay. as Trevor, Alucard, or her. Oh, okay. So, like, that's why your main three characters in that show end up being those three characters. Oh, cool. And from what I've gathered, the rest of, you know, now that Alucard's awake, mm-hmm. the next season, which is going to be eight episodes... It's going to be the rest of Castlevania. Are they going to be 30 minute episodes again? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. My big thing with that was just wanting to see more Dracula. Mm -hmm. Like you saw him at the beginning and then you see him like as fire. Yeah. (laughs) Throughout the rest of the season and stuff like that. So it's like, I just really want to see him again. My thing with it, like I love the show, but it's one of those that it ends so soon and it's so short Mm -hmm. that literally is like, if y'all had just waited and put the first season out as 12 episodes all together. Yeah. I probably would have been a little happier. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it, the ending of it, you know, spoilers, but they go to fight. Yeah. And it reminded me so much of the way that Angel ends. Like, mm. it's season, or it's series finale, is them going to war. Gotcha. And, you know, for Angel, it fit because the message of that story was always keep fighting. And a lot of people hated the Angel's ending. I loved it. Mm. Like, I thought it was very fitting for that show. But, uh, yeah, it reminded me of that. But, you know, Castlevania did upset me because it's like, I know there's more. Yeah. So I want it now. (laughs) Well, it just made me think of, like, one of my favorite, like, a line from one of my favorite movies. Well, a third of a gopher would only arouse my appetite without bedding her back down. What's that from? Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh. There's a scene where, uh, they kind of get mesmerized by watching these people go down to get baptized uh-huh. and they're talking to each other and like they're off in the woods. Have you seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I I say, make actually... certain I'm not explaining a scene to you that you know. No. But um, you got these three characters and one of them holds up like they'd found a gopher and cooked it. Uh-huh. And he was like, we killed a gopher, Everett. He's like, much obliged with third of a gopher would only rouse my appetite without bedding her back down. <laughs> From the line out of it, I was like, it's okay. We come across a whole gopher village. <laughs> but they're like, the reason the lines are so weird is because they're being like, they're watching these people go down to the river to be baptized while they're singing. Ah, oh, it's a beautiful movie. Hmm. You need to watch this movie. I remember I, uh, I actually bought it when I worked at Walmart mm-hmm. and it was on VHS. And when I got home, the tape was broken. Oh. And, you know, I took it back to trade it, and they didn't have any more. So, I can't remember what I traded it for, but they let me trade it for something else. So, I never went back to it. That like, is, it was just one of those that got lost in the shuffle. It's such a good movie. It's it's one of my top ten favorite movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll have to check it out then. But, um, yeah, it was just like, like, honestly, it almost aggravated me that, as much as I liked it, it mm. almost did aggravate me. I was like, Really? Mm-hmm. That's it, and I've got to wait a year. Come on, man! Like, <laughs> like I almost would have been happier if they were just like, "No, we're not going to do this. We're just going to put." That being said, I wonder how much of it was. Let's get something out now and judge uh, interest. Could have been, and then based on that, we can see where we're going with the rest of well, this stuff. My God, I think <clears throat> they went ahead and announced season two the day it dropped, yeah. didn't they? So, I guess that first hour it was up must have. You know, got yeah, the I reaction mean, they the wanted. Thing. You can get through the show in almost that first hour yeah. that it's so. up. So, yeah. 
they definitely were able to make that call quick. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's definitely one. If you got, it's hard for me to explain because there's part of me that wants to say, all right, hey, go watch it. Uh-huh. But then there is a part of me that will say like, stick around and or wait until it all comes out. Kind of like it. how I'm doing with uh, Stranger Things. Kinda, yeah. That being said, with it only being essentially like 80 minutes, uh-huh. and knock it out. Like, just imagine it's a movie that has a cliffhanger. Go ahead, check it out, then that's going to make you excited for when it comes back. So, yeah, absolutely go check it out. I guess I could see both sides. If you're one of these people that want instant gratification, wait. Yeah. If you're willing to check something out, willing to wait. Knowing yeah. that you've got probably about nine more months before any of the new stuff's coming out. Yeah. Maybe not that long. I can't remember when the new stuff's supposed to come out. Not sure. But, yeah, definitely check that out. All right, on to other stuff you should probably check out. And hopefully you have checked this out by now. If you haven't, stop listening. <laughs> um, I'm going to do the same thing I did with the Tower episode. I'm not going to worry about spoiling Game of Thrones for you. I'm not going to temper my conversation because you haven't watched Game of Thrones. Go watch it. Um, that being said, we're not going to go. This is not going to be an in-depth analysis of the show. This is going to be kind of an overview of the episode, a season, stuff we've liked, stuff we haven't liked, whatever. Um, so, what did you think about season, what is this, seven? Yeah, it was. Um, it was funny because uh, that, ever since you and Coltrane got me hooked on that show, mm-hmm. that's been the one I've got to watch. Yeah, like that there's... Is, this... That's the show that, if there's a new episode, I've got to watch it either... When it's airing, immediately after, as soon as I get home from work, whatever. I can't go any time without seeing the new episode. Right. And I stay off Facebook. I stay off anything because <laughs> I just, it's it's good though because right. out of seven years, I've not had anything spoiled for Right. Me. No, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just, yeah. I think it's like, I'm kind of contrasting against myself towards like, I'll go a week or two without watching an episode. Really? I'm not. I don't think there's a single thing on TV right now that I have to see the moment mm-hmm. it comes on. Like, it's weird. Um, Westworld might almost got that way, but that was only because I had people that I talked to about the show. Uh-huh. So, like, I knew I wanted to be able to talk about Westworld. See, that's another thing, too, at work. Like, everybody watches Game of Thrones. Oh, gotcha. And um, everybody watches uh, The Walking Dead. And I've gotten to the point where I could give a crap about The Walking Dead. I've been there. Like... <laughs> And see, I've been I've been there so long. I'm the mayor of that <laughs> town. Like, <laughs> you're the governor. <laughs> oh God, no. But um, nah. Like, I just I fell off the train with that one, man. But Game of Thrones, like, in Game of Thrones is the reason part of the reason I don't like The Walking Dead that much because Game of Thrones is just a better written show. Right. Like, I just I love it, and um, it was so weird because um, I remember when I first got into it. Like, uh, you know, we were waiting for you to watch WrestleMania. And Coltrane was telling me, he's like, you've never watched it? And I was like, nah. So we watched the first episode. Yeah, because that was the year that we had to stop WrestleMania yeah. to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. That <laughs> aggravated me. So, yeah. Ever since then, you know, I went home and I, I got caught up on them. But, you know, getting this season, I was like, this is a season where everything starts hitting the fan. Oh, absolutely. Everything starts coming together. And, you know, this was the shorter season. What was it? Seven, seven episodes. Seven episodes. Everything else has been ten. Yeah. Which, that's so funny because people talk to me and they're like, oh, man, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I'm like, it's ten episodes a season. Just go knock it out. You can watch two episodes of this. What, takes you to watch one? 
you know, season of another show. Yeah. So like, you know, big thing this season. Yeah, that's what I mean before tonight or before this season it was sixty episodes. Yeah. Like that's not a hard number for a TV show. No. So like, you know, everything starts coming together this episode. Everything we've kind of thought about might happen. Some things we didn't know would happen. Right. You know, I started reading the book, and then the show got away from the book, and I was like, nope. I was like, I'll come back to the books after the show's wrapped. Gotcha. So, you know, that was my take on, you know, the books. But as far as just watching it as a TV show, I absolutely loved it. Loved everything they did this season. I was like, like I said, everything that people's been waiting for is happening. In a lot of ways, yeah. This was the, this was kind of the fan service season. Mm -hmm. Like, this kind of was the, we're going to give you the stuff you want season. Uh Uh-huh. You know, with some other stuff thrown in there. But it's like, no, a lot of the stuff that you've kind of been after wanting to see, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, well, let's finally start getting some of these Starks together. Yeah. All the Starks. Yeah. Like, you know, every Stark that's still alive has run across each other now mm-hmm. on this show. Um, You know, uh, some of them for better, some of them for worse. Mm-hmm. You know, weird Professor X Brandon Stark. <laughs> Is uh, a little interesting this year. Yeah. It's... Especially because he's dropping weird things. Like, yeah, I saw you on your wedding night. You were so beautiful. You know, when the worst character on this show was raping you savagely. Yeah, that was that's <laughs> messed up, man. But it is, it is interesting the way they're doing to where he's like, I'm not Brandon Stark anymore. Mm. Like, I'm this other character now. And deal with it. <laughs> and... So yeah, you get that. You get um, John and Daenerys finally getting to you know other characters finally getting to meet yeah. Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Um, Daenerys finally stepping foot on Westeros. Yep. Um, you know Lord Friendzone coming back. <laughs> uh, you know uh, not only that but like Samuel Tarly being like, all right, Lord Friendzone's gonna come back. But first, I'm gonna forcibly remove ninety percent of his skin. Yeah. That, oh God. <laughs> It's like, you're just watching that scene. I was. I was watching that scene just like, oh, God. Like, I was just cringing. Yeah. It's one of those where you're like, hopefully this dude passes out soon so that he yeah. doesn't have to endure this all night. Oh, God. It was one of those things. Like, just watching that scene reminded me of the scene from Pulp Fiction when, you know, um, they're getting ready to stab her through the heart with a needle. Oh, yeah. Dude, the minute that scene starts, I curl up on the couch. <laughs> like, I just hate that. And, like, this is like, that times 20. Right. I was like, oh, God. You know, we've always had those theories like, will this character meet this character? Right. Or what happens if this character meets this character? And it's always annoying, too, when you're like, oh, well, this character met this character, and they know this character, but the other two characters yeah. are not connected yet. I'm like, come on, just do it. And then you build up to that last episode to where it's like, no, all the characters are here in one place. Mm-hmm. Like, now we're just going to put everybody in uh, King's Landing. And just, here's everybody. Everybody's here together now. It's awesome. <laughs> and then, like, just the idea of, like, It's like when you're collecting action figures and you finally have the whole set yeah, together. <laughs> absolutely. It's like, ah. Oh. It's like you're just happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 some of them may be broken, but they're here. It's <laughs> just some characters, like just some awesome stuff like the hound of course still gets to be like the coolest character in the show finally got to talk shit to his brother yeah like you get that standoff um you know we got some 
pretty awesome like white walker action mm-hmm. um the funniest thing about this season is where they're on that sped up schedule now yeah and it's just like apparently they unlocked fast travel <laughs> you know so they don't have to worry about doing any of this other unless stuff. you're uh baelish because there's too many enemies nearby <laughs> Like, I thought that was funny, that little meme. But I never pieced it together in the concept of everybody else gets to fast travel in yeah. that show except for him. <laughs> but it's like, I remember me and uh, my buddy watched the first episode again not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whenever the Baratheons show up in Winterfell, they're like, we've been on the King's Road for a month. Yeah. And then you're like seeing characters to where it's like, all right, that was from King's Landing to Winterfell. Uh-huh. Now you're having characters getting from Winterfell. Dragonstone, yeah. which is below King's Landing, uh-huh. to above the, like, beyond the wall. Yep. In the change of a scene? <laughs> Somebody had some pictures that was comparing things to, um, you know, modern day mm-hmm. items that we use. It was like a raven was a telephone. Right. Uh the dragon was a jet <laughs> and um i can't remember dude's name that um they went to go get he was hiding out in the city the one who runs oh, back uh, to the wall gendry yeah it was like the wall or it was a uh, gendry it was barry out <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude's like all right you need to run a marathon in the snow that he's never seen before yeah he's never been in snow before <laughs> and dude Flat out remembers his way back when everything around him is white. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like you this is the season, like it it plays I guess it plays more like a, a regular TV show. In a lot of ways. But it, it is one of those things where you're almost like that's the only like one of the only complaints I can give this season is that everything was so sped up. And I know that next season's gonna be worse. Yeah. Like with only six episodes and it being the end, they've gonna have to tie up like if you if I see characters leave one scene and then show back up in the same scene where they're like, you need to go to like you need to go to Westeros, Jon Snow, and he's like, okay, and he fucks off in the scene, <laughs> and then like the camera just stays on Daenerys, and then he just walks back in. He's like, I've been back from Westeros for a week now, and you haven't. I'm like, I'd buy it because of how fast this season has gone. <laughs> Maybe he'll have a dragon next season. I'm hoping so. Um, I mean, he's he got him some dragon at the end of that season, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jon Snow. Uh, I saw one of the funniest memes. It was like, it was uh, Jamie and Cersei from the first season. Uh-huh. It was like, reaction in season one. It's like, incest, ooh. And then like at the end of season seven, it's like, incest, yay. Yeah, it's like, man, I can't wait for this dude to bone his aunt. <laughs> What that is I, so weird, though. It is. Like, especially how they played that scene. I had this theory the other day, like, because uh, it was, I don't know if you saw the thing with, um, shoot, I can't remember the guy's name. It was one of the, uh, a politician. And his Twitter account, like, tweeted or retweeted, like, this porn site. It was <laughs> incest porn. Oh, dear. Which is the majority of the internet unfortunately <laughs> at this point and it's like me and my buddy are started talking and i was like i bet you that shit's game of thrones like suddenly it's okay for like 
all that stuff to come in because like oh that show on hbo does it so now <laughs> just gonna cater the porn to it but yeah you're right it's like now that first it was like oh my god ooh, like uh <laughs> a little kid got pushed out the window for that and then that stark didn't die for this <laughs> it's like you ever have those moments when you're watching a show and you're just like Oh God! What if this happens? And then it starts to happen, and you're like, "Well, what if this happens? What if this?" It just all transpires right. in front of you. That was me when the dragon died. I was like, oh, "If they yeah. kill a dragon," I was like, "Cause anything that dies on the outside yeah. of the wall comes back." I was like, "Oh shit, we gonna get ice I like, dragon?" I was like, "Are they gonna kill that dragon?" He picks up the spear. I was like, "Can he kill that dragon?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, he killed the dragon." I was so like, "You're saying this is your fault?" <laughs> maybe i was like is it gonna come back as a nice dragon Which, drogon didn't die for this Rob. is it is it breathing ice or is it breathing it's blue, blue fire? fire that's what i'm i'm thinking it's like you know like uh frostbite i think it's like an extreme form of frostbite like he's just yeah but you gotta think that would melt the wall though yeah i don't know if it's hitting it pretty hard it's not how physics were i'm debating physics on a show with a fucking dragon yeah <laughs> i don't know i just like the idea of him it's captain cold's dragon yeah. shane <laughs> you got heat waving captain cold but this show yeah like you got like you're cheering for john snow banging his aunt which we find out his full name in this series now it's like you know he's aegon targaryen egon spangler <laughs> no it's amon targaryen aegon was the uh no, you're right. Uh, Mad King. I, or it's that I or think, backwards. It's one know. of the two. We don't know. It's We're just doing Amon a podcast about it. Yeah. <laughs> talk. It's not like I watched this show. Right? <laughs> nope, nobody got naked in that scene. Actually, no, they're talking about that over this scene. So somebody was... I, my yeah, attention that's what was I'm diverted. That's what I'm saying. All right. Like, that was... Epic boat sex was happening. <laughs> and... You know, Lord Friendzone was being pushed further back into the Friendzone. So... Do you think Tyrion? Saying the forecast was six to eight inches of snow <laughs> on that boat, man. But yeah, Tyrion. Like that's one of the things. Like, are they gonna turn Tyrion heel? Yeah, it's like because all of a sudden he's like, you know, I, I can talk turn, to my sister. I think if they turn Tyrion heel, everybody stops. Like, I seriously think if they turn Tyrion heel, everybody stops watching the show <laughs> mid-season, and they're just like, no, nobody ever finds out how the rest of the show ends because we just boycott the show. Yeah, because it's like. Because he, he did say, he's like, I can talk to my sister. She'll listen to me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he comes back and she's willing to... Yeah. And you have no idea... Did he like, make a deal What with deal her? he made. Is he is he regretting that, you know, he made a deal? Or is he regretting that they're together and it's going to be mm-hmm. harder for her now? Or is it one of those that it literally is like, no, this dude's in there banging the woman I love. Yeah. Like, I fall- that's the that's thing, thing All the male characters in Danny's entourage mm-hmm. love her. That's essentially true. like other than maybe Viserys and Viserys is just or varies mm-hmm. and he's just there for hey I'm here yeah but and he's, he's even said he's like no I believe in you the moment I don't believe in you I'll have you killed like yeah. you know but all the other main character all the main characters with junk <laughs> love her uh-huh. so I could see, like, it could be like, no, this dude's moving in on my stuff and he's getting a little bit of that Lannister blood flowing mm. to where he's like, oh, kill this dude. Right. So I'm very interested to see where it goes. Um, you know, some other cool stuff. 
Um, You've had Jamie full on turn. Jamie just straight up went baby face. He at the did. End of this. <laughs> like to the point where he like just was, nope, I'm riding off. Like yeah. I ain't dealing with this crap anymore. I'm riding north by myself. He's been one of those characters too that you, you just kind of learn to like him. That's the thing. Like this is a dude. Like going when he back was... to the, the first time we see this dude, he shoves a kid out of a castle window because the kid saw him banging his sister. Yeah. Like you're like, there's no way anybody's ever going to like this character ever. That and he was such a douchebag the first time he's fighting Ned. Absolutely. I was like, like just oh. playing with him and stuff. And it's like, no, now he's straight up baby face. Yeah. It's like, and, and it sucks because you know he's going to die a bad death. Oh, absolutely. Like, he's going to be. going to kill the shit out of Like, I dude. think he's going to kill her. You know, he's going to be the one that fulfills that prophecy. Well, that baby's not going to be born. Here's the, He's the king slayer. Yeah, he's going to be a queen slayer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm waiting on that now. He may take himself at the same time or something like that, but I seriously do believe, like, he's the king slayer. So, <laughs> he'll take out who's ever on the throne if it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, and that'll be his ultimate redemption anyway. Like, I have a feel. Yeah, that's going to be, he's going to end up killing her. The baby won't be born. Right. I'd say... We're now hoping that a baby dies on this show. <laughs> the The mountain will probably kill Jamie for killing her. I could see that. And then... The hound will The hound will... Everybody's going to die. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm expecting like one person to be alive. And that's Hot Pie. Yeah, and then at the end, of, and then at the end of that, John Woo will show up and be like, "Woohoo, motherfuckers!" What? <laughs> and he's gonna sit on the Iron Throne because fucking John Woo rules everything. What? Yeah, <laughs> I was a badass the whole time. <laughs> I could have went anywhere else. I'm not expecting John Woo. Jimmy King shows up and sits on the fucking throne. I'd understand because he King, will rule you. King is king. He but... will reign supreme. <laughs> right after, after he finishes these zero beers. beers. <laughs> and we said this wasn't going to be a wrestling episode. No. We lied the whole time. <laughs> you know what? I think out of all the episodes we recorded, this is the one I cannot wait to go back and listen to. <laughs> kind of been all over the place well, on yeah. this one um been all over the seven kingdoms <laughs> and we haven't even got to like just Arya going straight badass and murking Littlefinger like just that that was trial so cool. scene yeah, and the setup was, was just the whole, so cool you know, he starts planting the seeds of deception between the sisters mm-hmm. and you're like oh we're gonna get, get this yeah. you know it's it was on those like like we well, were just kind of starting to like Sansa yeah it's like well we've We've, we've been on these road with different TV shows and we see where it's going and you're just like, tag on it. Yep. And then they pull a Vince Russo. Yeah, just swerve. <laughs> but it worked. So it's not a Vince Russo. Like, what do you say to these accusations? Little finger. And he's like, um, what now? It's like the whole internet era. Everybody watching that show was that meme on the internet. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it just, oh man. Oh, and she just straight up, just the way she just, walks up. She just and, walks up and murks him. Yeah. Just with the knife that he threatened. Not enough to kill her him. father with. Yeah, but just enough to know that they're going to watch him die. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's kind of, that's some redemption, or that's some justification yeah. right there. And you get that idea? It's like, nah, man, the North is going to like hold firm together under the Starks. It's like these lady Starks. Ah, it was so good. And just that idea of like, 
Because even going into it, you knew it was ridiculous because it's like, Ari is not going to make a play to be Lady of Winterfell. Right. The Literally the first episode breaks down. That's not her. Mm. You know, she's got to be something different. So just these characters starting to fall into what they want to be. And, you know, I am waiting on what's going to happen whenever John walks in there with Daenerys. Mm. Like, I am waiting on that to happen. But then again, I imagine dragons are going to make some fools bend the knee. Like... Yeah. It's like... I saw something online that was so funny. It was like how he talks about, he's like, you know, one time he's like, I would bend the knee, but I can't get out of bed or something like that. Like, it shows like one of the first things you see is when they're in the love scene. Uh His knee's cocked up and bent. (laughs) (laughs) He finally got to bend the knee. (laughs) Well, it's like, you know, maybe that's one of those things, though. Like, are they just going to end up in Westeros and you just leave Sansa ruling Winterfell? I don't know, because that is very good. Like, I could easily see that being a thing. And, you know, like, just leave the Starks in Winterfell, especially if Jon's, you know, with her as her prince. And if he's the rightful heir, maybe she dies. Could be that. I mean, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to tell. What's I could see it. Did he say the John ending? John doesn't want to rule, though. Yeah, but then he say the ending is bittersweet. See, I'm expecting that. Yeah, like I'm not expecting to be a hundred percent. Like, like I think that's maybe why this season we mm-hmm. got all the stuff that mm-hmm. we've wanted. Uh-huh. Because next season they're like, no, like seventy five percent of these characters ain't getting out of the end of this right. show. Like. Let's give them their happy moments now because they're all going to die. If I had to make a, if I had to make a call, I think she's going to end up on the throne, mm-hmm. pregnant with John's child, and John dies. I could see that. That's that's the way I'm. That's just the way I see it happening. I could see that. If I had to make a call right now, right, based on what we've seen so far, and then that would tie back into what I said with Sansa, yeah, you know, being the queen in the North, yeah, and because of the connection there like the familial connection yeah because she's got the respect of everybody there Daenerys basically being like that's fine with me yeah like, you know so you know the north has bent the knee to Daenerys so probably been a few other things <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, he just straight broke it off <laughs> on that boat <laughs> boat chick about <laughs> But then we've got White Walkers with a fucking dragon at this point. You know, White Walkers have learned fast travel at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be some... Like, CG is going to be yeah. pretty cool. Which going to do something right now. I don't know, and it's probably going to end up being nothing. Have you heard these rumors that Bethesda has another game coming out this year that they have not announced? Uh-huh. And one of the speculations is essentially Skyrim, but Lord of the Rings. Or not Lord of the Rings. Um, it got shut down. Because I had heard that too. Really? Well, they're saying it got shut down, but I don't believe it. Well, that was the thing. like they Because they've come out and they were like, the CEO was like, dude, we got another game coming out. And he was like, well, maybe we don't have another game coming out. Mm. Like, I think their PR dude just... Like, I think they're trying to save face right now because they started that whole, like, charging for mods. Yeah. Bullshit. That and, um, what was it, um... Kevin Conroy broke the news about Arkham. Yeah, I'm not. And then they were like, another... "No, they're not doing another game." And then they ended up with Arkham Knight. So yeah, yeah 
I don't know. Stuff like that happens. So until it's in your system, you can't really believe it. Yeah. No, I'm. But them is a, like I, if any company could do it, I think with those. Oh yeah. Cool because I mean, this is the company that announced Fallout Four like three months before the game came out. Mm. <clears throat> so they could easily announce a game within the next couple weeks, and still hit holiday window. So yeah, it'd be neat. I, I'm hoping it's either that or you know, Obsidian has somehow been making a Fallout game that nobody knows about. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. It's probably going to be some stupid app. <laughs> some horrible bullshit game. But, uh, definitely, I've decided, like, with only one season left, which who knows if we're going to get that season anytime soon now. Because mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of speculation saying we're not getting anything until 19. Wow. So, you know, who knows when we're going to get the next season of Game of Thrones. But I have decided before the next season, I'm marathoning the entire show. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. Like, that's going to be my summer is like starting back at episode one and just killing the entire show until. Well, like I said, it still wouldn't take long. No, I mean, it's 66 hours. Yeah. Like, I seriously think, like, even if you did, like, you could easily do a season a week. And yeah. just set it up six weeks, be- you know, yeah, six weeks before. I I watched season one in a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I really did. Like I just got hooked on it when I started watching. Like I even rewatched the first episode, even though I'd watched it with you know with you mm-hmm. guys. I just rewatched the first episode and just ran through it. And I had a free trial of HBO for three months, so I was able to watch season two. Nice. Yeah. So that was pretty. That was pretty fun. So yeah, I can't. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see how the show. I mean, aside from the, you know, my DC shows, it, Game of Thrones is my favorite show. That one's like that one's pretty high on there. I mean, I can honestly say it's like one of the only shows I've actually kept up with. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't watched any of the DC shows in a year. Oh, speaking and they're of, all getting ready to start again. Speaking and, of the DC shows, I guess they learned their lesson. They're back with Hulu. Nice. Since I guess the CW app was crap yeah. and wouldn't work the way that they wanted it to. Yeah, that app was garbage. Day after theirs is always nice. Yeah. Some their shows I guess should be starting in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, there's trailers for each each of the the four on CW and Gotham's Gotham's trailer just dropped and they said it's very uh, the season four is going to be very influenced by Batman Begins. So I'm sold. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Kid's still not old enough technically to be Batman yet, but yeah. I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, so, but yeah, I'm I'm into that. HBO's got some good stuff out, man. Like that. Um, I think you should check out Westworld. Yeah, I want to watch that, and I Apparently need to go I would back. Do a drink. I did not silence my phone, and it just went <laughs> off. I need to. Uh, I need to go back and finish Sopranos. I never finished that, and I know it's on that app. I guess maybe I could watch The Wire because everybody talks about it. <laughs> That's one. Yeah, I've always kind of wanted to watch that one and just never got around to it. I yeah. think the only show I've really watched fully on HBO was probably Game of Thrones. Yeah. I just watched the first episode of Vice Principals and especially working as a teacher. Uh-huh. That's a pretty funny show. <laughs> There's a few others on there. I remember when I worked at Walmart and they would always put the HBO shows out on DVD. And I was always like, God, these are so ridiculous because they're only 10 episodes and they're like, 60 bucks a season or whatever so like there was always shows i was interested in but you know back then there was not a way to watch them like i always wanted to watch uh what was the was it deadwood yeah that was on there the wire there was another one other than the sopranos either rome or carnival 
yeah, I think Rome. Like, I wanted to watch it. Like, there was always something I wanted to watch yeah. on HBO, and, you know. I just watched some of it. Like, being the kid that didn't have cable, I didn't want to yeah. try to find a way to watch it. Because we, I watched, uh, like, Flight of the Concords. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. And, actually, I just watched a movie done by, I've watched, actually watched two movies done by the guy who did a lot of episodes of Flight of the Concords. One was called Boy. Mm-hmm. And it's about a like guy in New Zealand or a little boy in the eighties in New Zealand and like a coming of age kind of story. And the other one was this show a movie on Hulu called um Search for the Wilder or the Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh-huh. And it's I'll have to show you a trailer. It's it's not the type of movie you would expect to kind of want to sit down and watch. Uh-huh. It's a funny damn movie. Hmm. That's one thing with the dude I'm staying with right now, like he watches some out there stuff sometimes uh-huh. and like I've been exposed to way more <laughs> different types of TV and movies than I think I would have watched like there was one I watched the other night called Hell or High Water had Ben Foster and Chris Pine and oh, Jeff okay. yeah I've seen I've seen the preview for that that was good really yes so some other stuff on here <laughs> you know not just the HBO stuff but yeah some of that stuff is Game of Thrones, checked out. Yeah. You know, don't be the one guy that, like, is saying you don't watch Game of Thrones. Like, that's something to yeah. think is an accomplishment. Like, like everybody was when watch um, Game of Thrones. The Force Awakens came yeah, was out. Like, oh, my God. I, I'm so proud that I've never seen a Star Wars movie. And it's like. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I'm sorry you don't like good movies. Like, like I'm sorry, even at this point, like, I don't understand. Like. It's just spite. It's like... I guess. Because, <laughs> like, fuck, I've seen a Twilight movie. Like, I read one of those stupid Fifty Shades books. Like, bite the bullet. Like, if it's in continuity, or like, like pop culture, uh-huh. sample it. Like, yeah. try it out. You might like it. What was it? Everybody was, uh... There was a meme talking about the Game of Thrones thing, and it was like, you know, everybody telling you that they don't watch Game of Thrones is the new... Hey, I'm a vegan, or only, no, I'm gluten free, or some yeah. some crap like that. And you know what? If that's the case, they're like, that still doesn't make you cool. Game of Thrones <laughs> is gluten free. It's not gonna make you fat. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, if you watch all the episodes in one setting and don't leave your couch and just. <laughs> but even then, it's not that long. It's like it's less than three days. I don't know, Shane. Some people can eat a lot of potato chips in three days. Nah, well, I didn't eat. Probably a whole chicken's worth of tenders and nuggets earlier. So, <laughs> all right. Well, this episode has completely gone off most of the rails, and we weren't anywhere near the train tracks whenever we actually started it. So, <laughs> trains? Where we're going? We don't need trains. <laughs> we need dragons. <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna get there super quick. So, um. Anyway, for this cluster muck of an episode, I've been Shane. I've been Robbie. And we'll see you at the movies. Or on HBO. (laughs) Or Netflix. Or Hulu. Or Or something. Not the CW app. Peace out! (laughs) For centuries, our families fought together against their common enemy. Despite their differences, together. We need to do the same if we're going to survive. Because the enemy is real.
It's always been real.